It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective characters with special guest T. Three guys and a lady sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. James here. I'm T. <laughs> the opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience while discussing the movie Gardens of the Galaxy Holiday Special in episode 170 of the Effective Characters podcast. Let's go. Chip Boy. That's where you say something. I'll go. He's eating. Okay. <laughs> my last seven days. Um, I was supposed to go to Christmas. My Christmas with my family was this week, but I didn't go. Um, I wasn't feeling well. I had like a stomach bug or something. And oddly enough, I feel the same way today. So I don't know what's going on. Like I'm just not feeling well lately. Um, other than that... Uh, that's about it. I watched the movie like two times. The movie that we're going to be talking about today. And Peaches. Peaches is, I mean, all right. She's, um, I don't. I mean, she seems happy and everything else. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's kind of one of those sad clouds that are over. It's just a matter of time, and I don't know when she's going to pass. But it's, but. It, She's happy. She's wagging her tail and begging for treats and sleeps a lot and is all drugged up. So that's about that. Well, how was your day or week? <laughs> so you still got bugs in your stomach, you said? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not feeling. I was feeling all right. Let's di- let's dive days. into this. So you're not pooping? What are you doing? <laughs> no, no, the acquiring minds want to know. No, Curious? I, I was trying to say it without any details, but like my my. I was just audience. kidding. My last seven days were good. <laughs> you were really going to go into how how the process worked. No, I was going to go in more detail on how I woke up not feeling well. Okay, so did you get anything for Christmas, even though you didn't go? Um, I did actually, like interesting, actually, um, like a few months ago when my sister was over and we were going through old stuff, I had my original cat shirt of the cat riding the unicorn through space. It was like the first cat shirt that I had, but it was all like holy and ripped up and I couldn't wear it anymore. And, um, she like took a picture of it or had me send her a picture of it. And she actually found the exact same shirt online and gave me the T-shirt for Christmas, which was a surprise. I wasn't expecting that. So I have, like, a brand-new edition of my first cat shirt that I got to wear sometime. So that was good. Uh, James just got me a gift of a Millennial Falcon. So thank you. Which one? Millennium Falcon. (laughs) A die-cast Millennium Falcon figurine that I can put on a shelf. With all the other gifts. With all the other toys that he's given me over the years, which is 90% of what's on that shelf, the toys that he gave me. 
which is nice. It's sweet. Um, yeah, other than that, also you should mention that Fernando is here, our good friend Fernando hi, from, yeah. from Colombia. Say hi. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Good. <laughs> we'll get back to Fernando. Next. Hey, thanks. Thanks. You know what I was thinking? So my uh, my grandmother and this like she still had like 20 years of living left. But what she would do is anytime we would get her a gift, she said, I'm going to write your name down on the bottom of this. So that way, when I die, you can get it. And I'm like, oh, no, nah, you, you don't have to do that. That's a little bit morbid. I don't know what this says about me, but I walked into like an antique store and I thought about that and I'm like. I didn't freaking get any of those things back after she died. So I don't know who has my stuff, but my name is on the bottom of, like, these, like, Irish funny, like, figurines that Are you would you pay. seriously complaining about not getting stuff? I'm not complaining. Died? I'm complaining that somebody else probably has it or sold it, and that's not what Nana wanted. So I think, I don't think that's the Christmas spirit that I grew up about. What do you have to say about that, Dennis? I think you're too focused on the things and not the fact that your grandmother is dead. Thanks for bringing that up. Thanks for bringing <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I know. I know. She's on the ground. <clears throat> Most of her. No, but the so, wonderful time that you spent and how much your grandmother enjoyed those gifts from you. And it wasn't about the material thing. It's about the memories you created. Yeah. I just wish she never told me she was putting her name at the bottom of it because then I wouldn't think about that at the Christmas season. Uh, anyway, last seven days were Your good. Last, <laughs> last sec- no, that's pretty good. Uh, I hung out with uh, J- James. Did we do that? When did we do that? Did yes. we do that? Right? Weren't we going to do that last time we recorded? Like that night, and we did. Uh, Olivia, James, and I went to Epcot. Uh, had a chance to uh, really enjoy some Christmas lights. Gloria Estefan. Um, I think that's how to pronounce it. She was the one. She didn't bring the sound machine. Miami Sound Machine, I guess, stayed in the South of Florida. The choir was there. And James and I had a pretty interesting um, interaction with a cast member. <laughs> this is always sticks in my head. He, he was very high-spirited. And also, uh, he, was, he was really nice, but I think he was meaning it as a joke. His, his jokes were just a, a different way. He said, oh, I actually work for Disney. And James was like, oh, yeah. I, I do too. And he goes, yeah, I got my badge. He went, <laughs> and like stuck his tongue out at James. Like, I'm better than you. And I'm like, that just took me back to like being nine years old. So. I don't get it. Well, what, why? His, yeah, his badge, like that he worked there. I think he just thought he was he was better than us. Okay. He was also, I should probably say he was special needs. So that's why I gave him the benefit of the doubt. But the interaction just was, like, really classic because then he, like, turned around and he's like, oh, Jesus is coming down to earth, you know? like I'm getting a really judgmental vibe from it wasn't, this morning. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't. It was, it was honestly, it was a perfect night. Uh, my daughter had the wrong shoes on her, her feet, so... Uh, like I was holding her the majority of the time and James goes, why didn't you bring your stroller? I, I keep bringing my stroller until my boys were like 11. I think you said seven, but like the entire time I'm like, you're right. Like in my head, I don't want to like baby her because I think she gets coddled a lot. 
when she was with her mom, like rocked to sleep. And that's not a normal thing for a four and a half year old. So I'm trying to counteract that by being like, walk with those calloused feet, girl, you know, while she's like crying. So I don't know. There's a lot to work through, you know, more will be revealed as they say. Santa says that, you know, what he's like, more will be revealed. <laughs> um, oh, we, um, my fiance and I set a date for the wedding that might be moved, but February 15th, 2025. And we started couples counseling. So she's got a lot to work through as she said. And I'm like, no, we both can. She's like, no, I got a lot of, a lot of stuff because she has guilt with the divorce and kind of like she doesn't trust her boy's dad all the time. So there's a lot of stuff to work through and the couple's counseling thing has been like fantastic. Better than I ever thought it would. Is there a reason you picked that date? Um, she just, she's like, do you care? And I'm like, Oh, like whenever it really doesn't matter to me. And she was looking at stuff and that was like a weekend. It was like a Saturday that was available and it'll be good. So I, and I like the the idea of like having it be some time because I want to be in a house with her, and we have to wait till the housing market doesn't look like the way it does now uh, before that can happen. So yeah, seven days. That was good. That was it. James, how is everything? Everything has been wonderful. I had a great time with you and uh, Olivia at Epcot. She um. She opened up quite quickly. She's like, and she's a little talkative. She's so cute. She's like, you're, you're my daddy's buddy. <laughs> I went up to her and I was like, that's my daddy. She's like, no, my daddy. <laughs> and it was the cutest thing. I've um, got all my Christmas shopping done. I think I shared that last week. However, I went shopping four more times. <laughs> I'm, actually going, I'm actually going tomorrow too. But um, I'm picking up the boys Friday morning. My wife and I are going to head out around 5 a.m., pick them up at 9. My kids got a fourth cat, which is insane. It's a kitten. They, they rescue them off the street. And then they try to find a home for the cat. And then they can't find a home, so they end up keeping it. So they got four cats now and a big dog. And this dog is huge, so... We'll, uh, we'll go there, we'll see the little kitten, and then we'll go uh, head back here for two weeks. Are you excited, T? I'm super excited. What about your seven last seven days? Hi, this is T, and my last seven days have been so magical. Let's see, I am coming off of a busy week at the most magical place on Earth, where I got to pick up a lot of shifts and be in a lot of the different parks and interact with some amazing travelers and dreamers from around the world. So most of my time for the last week was at work, which is a beautiful thing for me because I used to, you know, go to work to make things and get things and be things. And now I get to go to work and play um, and be part of a team. I've had some amazing days with my very best friend, the whole wide world, my husband. And, uh, most of the days were, were fun and filled with joy. On Sunday, I woke up and just kind of felt a little bit uneasy and had a uneasy day. Bye-bye. 
had an uneasy day. Fernando had to poop. That's not Oh, true. yeah. Bye, Fernando. God bless Fernando. And God bless so. my husband and the defective characters. <laughs> And so it was a little bit, it was, it was uneasy on Sunday and I knew it wasn't going to last. And then I think by the evening I was filled with joy again. And the last two days I've been pretty excited. I'm excited to see uh, my bonus boys. I'm excited to watch them interact with their dad. I'm excited to have hot dogs today. And um, yeah, it's been a barbecuing right now. It's a tri- been a tremendous seven days. And we're going to hand this back off to you. Hello. <laughs> so I, I'll be honest. Thank you, T. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for joining us today. So this is like our, uh, it's our hot dog holiday show. All right. Holiday hot dog show. It's a new tradition. So a new tradition that's starting. We are legitimately, I'll be honest, spoiler alert. We haven't always been honest when it comes to Thanksgiving. We haven't always made what we said we did. Don't ruin the magic. No, I didn't say every time, which could be true, but sometimes what we say we're eating at that time and even making the, "Mm, it's all good, we're not actually chewing. But full disclosure, I've never had a frittata. You know, you haven't even said it. <laughs> you haven't even said it. For In th- true alcoholic fashion, I got six hot dogs and eight buns. <laughs> oh, that's good. Sorry. That's good. And and there's there's four of us. So I don't know. What is each. that? Yeah, some people just get empty bun, which is like that's the the symbolism of my life before the program. Just empty bun. I felt like that's. That could have been a nickname for me. What do you think, Dennis? I didn't even have a bun, so... Oh, you didn't have a bun to... to put, get out of here! All right. I got I got hot dog juice on me. It's a successful day. So, no, it's okay, James. So, uh, so yeah, we're... Uh, I would like to say, hey, you can look at the pictures, but anonymous. So, uh, just know that we actually are making uh, making some hot dogs as we're we're doing this today. And Dennis, I'm going to have you start since you're the one that suggested Guardians of the Galaxy, the uh, the holiday special that I looked and it came out November 22nd. So if you're listening to this, it came out exactly one month ago yeah. by the time this is dropping. So um, the I do have the premise and then I'll let you uh, let you go into it, Dennis, because I wrote it out. So that way it could be short and sweet if you haven't watched it. Uh, kind of urge you to. It's only 44 minutes, which means really it's like 39 plus credits. But it's so, hilarious. So the plot of the movie, if you haven't seen any of the Guardians of the Galaxy, um, it's one human and then a bunch of other space creatures all together to try to save the universe and have in two movies the third one coming out, right? Yep. So this is like two and a half movies in since this is this is like the half after the second so the guardians are on a mission to make christmas unforgettable for peter quill that's um uh what's his name chris pratt pratt thank you chris pratt yeah he he plays star lloyd yeah well there's that's just confusing at that point right because he's got like four different names (laughs) okay so anyway he's the human um besides kevin bacon what he's only half human Okay, so he's half human <laughs> again. <laughs> I, I, I'm lost and I'm reading this. The, uh, other, so. the other half is, is a god because his dad is a planet, a literal planet, had sex with his human mom. 
and then poof, you get Star Lord. Okay, well, yeah, now you know. Now so you know. P- Peter Quill, um, and <laughs> they head to Earth in search of the perfect present. That's what it said on Google. It was essentially um, David. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the big guy. No, what's the actor's name? The oh, Dave Batista. Dave Batista and whatever girl. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, but they haven't seen it. The majority of people probably haven't seen it. All you need to know is that the space creatures in one half human, the other half planet, is <laughs> is is trying to find the meaning of Christmas, kind of, right? And there's yeah. more involved with that. So it does tie in in many times with, as we see it, some of the principles or some of the things we can relate to in program or uh, emotions based around that. And I figured Dennis would be the perfect example since it was his idea to do this to start it. So there you go. You go, Dennis. Right. You can go meaty in that. Yeah. You can see your breath. Yes. It's Guardians of the Galaxy. And if you haven't seen the first two movies, like... I don't think you need to. Uh, you don't need to see it to understand. Because maybe music, not to understand. The music is, I think, the best um, out of any of the, like, short movies for, like, Christmas. It was really... Well, the music is great, yeah. But James Gunn is always good at picking great music for, like, all his films, for sure. What's he done? What is James Dunn done? He did the... Most recently, he did the Suicide Squad movie. Peacemaker. With, and the Peacemaker show. Before that, he did a superhero film called The Super. Or Super. It's uh, with Rain Wilson from um, The Office. Oh, okay. Dwight from The Office plays a superhero. <laughs> it's funny. It's good. Um, but yeah, he's he's now like... He's the guy that's taking over the DC film studio, right? So he's going to be the guy in charge of all the DC movies going forward and hopefully will build like a coherent universe like the, like Marvel did with the MCU. So he's now the big boss guy of DC. Um, so after Vo- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be his last Guardians film and last film with Marvel before he takes over DC which is interesting um but yeah Guardians I don't know like it's one of those movies when we picked it I picked it just because it was a Christmas movie and then I was thinking like I've watched it like three or four times since it's come out and I was thinking wow it's gonna be really hard to like kind of relate this to recovery or whatever But then the other day I was talking to T-Bird, our special guest today, and we were talking about it and we picked out like several things that were like that we could relate to it and stuff. You know, I think one of my ah, I'm trying to think of which one I want to go for, like I'll, I'll take like the relating to Kevin Bacon aspect of it, right? Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. I don't know if we mentioned it. Kevin Bacon's like the whole like central plot point to this whole special. Yeah, there's always spoilers. We're going to give everything away at this point. (laughs) So if you you haven't watched it and you intend to, stop. And go watch it right now. Then come back. (laughs) Or else you can't blame us. It's on Disney+. Plus. I don't yeah. think we said that. I Disney don't know if it's Plus. Any else. It's probably only no, there. only Disney Plus, of course. Um, but uh, Kevin Bacon. So basically, like 
Drax and Mantis think Peter Quill is all sad and misses Christmas because he's in outer space and no one celebrates Christmas. So they want to get him the best present ever and he's obsessed with Kevin Bacon. So they decide to go to Earth and kidnap Kevin Bacon and bring him back. And part of the way that they do it is Mantis uses her like one of her superpowers to put like a trance on him so he goes along with it and stuff. And then I was thinking it's really interesting because you know Kevin Bacon's all doesn't want to go there like you know is it no is it where he's getting uh kidnapped and when he gets the enchantment for lack of a better word on him he goes along with everything right and everything's fun and great and I can relate that to like drugs and alcohol for when like I was using and stuff everything was fine everything was great everything was just fun right and you go along with everything and then all of a sudden when that trance is lifted right and that like euphoria of drugs and alcohol kind of you have that moment of sobriety as they say um then you wake up and you realize you're on another planet surrounded by a bunch of dysfunctional aliens and stuff and you realize that you might be in dangerous and you're far away from home and anyone that cares about you and you freak out you know and i and i was like that's like a perfect metaphor for like drugs and alcohol right you go throughout your life you think everything's hunkadoring and by the time you realize that you're on the wrong path you're like a million miles away and possibly in a dangerous situation you know that's what i got also i want to point out there's another part in the movie where drax and mantis go to the bar Oh, Talitha's upset because she wanted to mention this. She can mention it. But I just want to say, like, there's a little scene right after that, like, party scene or whatever, where they're sitting on the the side of, like, Hollywood Boulevard, like, drunk, or, like, you know, how you are at 4 o'clock in the morning after a night out, you know, sitting all, like, all dazed and confused. And, like, at one point... Manis looks in her wallet and she's like, I don't know where all my money went. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know how many times in my life that that was the case. Or at the end of a night, you're like sitting on the street, like probably not in a good neighborhood, <laughs> wondering where all your money went, you know? Uh, good times. <laughs> what do you think? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have T go next because if not, there's going to be nothing left in that notebook of hers <laughs> doing all the notes. <laughs> Hi, T, alcoholic, sober by the grace of God. Well, I have so many notes. They're little snippets. Maybe this will give a little bit of the, the storyline. Um, I'm not sure which one to talk about. So I'm just going to talk about the little snippets. And then by the end, by the grace of God, I'll talk about whichever one sits on my heart the most. So... In the beginning of the movie when Drax and Mantis get this bright idea to, um, they had the best intentions in the world, uh, well, out of the world, <laughs> and then they, they wanted to go and get Kevin Bacon as a gift for their friend, I thought about the 11th step when 
and I looked it up. It's on page, that part, let's see, page 87, when we say that um, after we've made that conscious connection, we get these hunches and these insights and intuitions about these great ideas. And then sometimes it leads to absurd actions and ideas until we actually get that frequency of God where we really are in tune with God's will and not our own. And I thought about that because they had the best intentions, uh, but it was aligned with what they thought was going to be best for, for their, their friend Star-Lord. And they didn't ask him, you know, they were getting secondhand information from somebody else who was part of their their uh, crew and so they went on and and uh took the action that they thought was best and it just led to one absurd <laughs> behavior to another absurd and absurd and uh just really fighting to to do their will and things and and uh, almost like that place where you come up after the tornado it talks about in the book and you're like hey what's going on no no storm here i know i'm not quoting the book exactly but you know kind of saying what's the big deal <laughs> everything looks fine to me all right let's keep on with our plan so I thought about those those pieces to recovery when I was watching it and I had a good laugh about that. I, I definitely laughed at the scene in the bar where Mantis and Drax decide that they're going to see where they can find Kevin Bacon. And, and of all places, they go to a bar. <laughs> That's where we go to find our information as alcoholics. You know, whenever I, I had a problem and I didn't have a solution, I remember I would say, well, it's time to go to the bar. <laughs> I'm going to come up with an answer there. And uh, Mantis, when she has her first drink, she has sort of that, what looks like that electrical parade that goes through her body that I definitely experienced when I had the first drink that I don't believe is natural. I believe it's a little unnatural, but I laughed because I could get that. And, and from that point on, they, they were, she looked like she was drinking for the feeling. And that's definitely what I did when I was out there. I was drinking for the feeling and, uh, physically afterwards didn't feel so good and spiritually mentally didn't feel so good either and part of the story it starts because the what is his name i don't remember the name of the crew member who's telling the story to drax and mantis about what had happened to peter when he was younger when he was trying to celebrate christmas craglin and he was they were telling the story by sean gunn who is James Gunn's younger brother, and he also did the motion capture for Rocket Raccoon in all the movies. You're and, welcome. <laughs> and, and Raglan got the story a little bit... Uh, a, he had his, his take on the story, but he only had a piece of the story, and so that's how Drax and Mantis ran with it. Anyway, fast forward to the two things at the end of the movie. Um, I love the music... There was a song that I, I feel I feel uneasy about giving away the spoiler alert. It's fun. No, they no, know it's now. Part, it's part of the it's part shut of the up. show. Yeah, shut off the podcast <laughs> and watch it. Okay, now you can go. All right, I feel better. I feel better. <laughs> I've I've made peace with that. So there's a song at the end that Kevin Bacon is singing where the lyrics are talking about when we're younger, we're swaddled, we're nurtured, uh, we're loved, and that's what we want. And then we grow up into life, we find out it's a little bit different than what uh, we expect. And then reality sets in. And, and in my life, I was out there for about two and a half decades. I didn't come until 44. So I arrived at the age of 44 just believing the world was mean and people were mean. And this isn't the way life was supposed to be until I realized that life happens. And 
you know, I get to walk through it through the grace of God, just being an example to others on what to do when I don't know what to do. And when I make a mistake, it's okay. And so that song really touched me that way. And at the end, we get the the actual ending from Starler's perspective about what had happened uh, with Yondu, who was the father figure for him when he was growing up. And uh, Yondu actually ends up giving um, Star-Lord a gift. Anyway, so if you understand the story. So I thought about making amends and how important it is to do that when I make a mistake here and there or I fall short of something, you know, or take things out on other people when I'm angry or they aren't, people don't do things the way I want to. There was a judgmental piece in there during the movie too when uh, Mantis and Drax realized that Kevin Bacon was not an actual superhero but an actor. Uh, you know, it's so it, the worst type of human there is as an actor. Like they were not happy about that. Yes, and they were being super judgmental. Um, I'm using the word judgmental as a label, but I guess for me today, I try to stay away from labels. People just are, and they behave the way that they are. And Kevin Bacon showed up in his in his uh, in his um, best character at the end too. And my favorite part, go well, ahead, Dennis. One of the best lines in the whole film is. Kevin Bacon's trying to just be normal and Mantis is like no stop doing that do it like Kevin Bacon but if Kevin Bacon didn't suck it's so funny so my very favorite 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 part in the entire movie after all those other favorite parts is very very end when we learn this is another huge spoiler spoiler alert when Star-Lord learns that Mantis is his sister and all over that I got chills because I thought about gratitude and isn't that the actual gift of living that I get from living a recovered life is it's it's not necessarily the gifts or what I get or what I lose it's the experience I have with the people around me the time I get to spend with them and the relationships I have and so that that in the end um, put a huge smile and just brought out the joy in my heart and that's pretty much there was a lot more (laughs) I'm I'm gonna pass it back to you Thank you, James. Do you want to go last or do you want to go next? What's I'll go the... next so I okay. can finish the wieners. Oh, yeah. I'm on grill duty, and uh, the hot dogs are looking good. Earlier, Mike looked at me. He's like, are they going to cook? <laughs> I was like, yeah, these coals are hot, man. Um, you know, I think Guardians of the Galaxy, the movies one and two, are some of my favorite movies ever. I love them. I've rewatched them so many times. And now that there's a holiday special out, it is going to be an instant classic. I will. It is right up there with Christmas Vacation, A Christmas Story, you know, all the ones that I watch. Ernest Saves Christmas, Mike's favorite. It really is. Like, oh, it's it's. Well, I was gonna say it really is the way they like structured it and like with yeah. all the music in it and stuff. It's like it feels like a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's it's a definitely a classic and even with the the animation the animation looks kind of old school like you would see in in the 80s yeah it's really cool and um you know it's very heartwarming and um you know it starts with a, a place of goodness which i love like friends are trying to help another friend out and they will go to any length to do that um and the i see the alcohol and the character defects when they don't care who they hurt in order to get what they want. And that's not cool. You know, there's certain ways to do things. Of course, they are aliens. 
and they're, you know, anti-heroes. They're heroes, but they they don't really have a program, if you will. <laughs> and um, now, I'm pretty sure they murdered a couple of people. They, yeah, there's it's it's pretty on the on the nose as far as doing whatever they want to get what they want, and but you can see their heart in it. And um, I love um, my favorite part was at the end when Manta says that that she was his sister and he's like that's the best gift you could have given me like you didn't have to do anything except tell me that i loved how they decorated all of nowhere where they where they now live and that's their home base and um the music at the beginning the beginning song made me so happy because they didn't know what christmas was so they were just spewing out these random stuff and if you heard um the the guy, the guitarist, the singer, he's like, Craglin told Rocket and Rocket told me. And you could see the parts where Rocket had told him, like, a, a thieving. Because yeah. <laughs> that's how Rocket is. He's just like a thief. And, and I like how, like, in that song, it referenced. In that song, it referenced, like, all the old Christmas specials from our childhood, but then, like, got them wrong. Like, it was really funny. So, sorry. It was good. And um, in the end, you know, Star Lord is like, this is wrong. You know, you you're human trafficking. And if you remember, he was human trafficked as a child. You know, he was raised by Yondu, and uh, he's like, he instantly like, you can't do this. And he was able to uh, to make it right. So it had a happy ending. I don't think anyone died. Not like in uh, Ernest Saves Christmas, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's. It was really good, and I appreciated the movie. And I don't know if my kids have seen it, but we're definitely going to be watching that along with some other ones. Yeah. Yay. Thank you, James. So I, I'm going to wrap it up. I might be hitting on points that had before, but hopefully I can I can twist them a little bit to make it new. So I like Peter's family issues. You know, I mean, straight through the whole thing. I, I wrote down these notes in the beginning, and it's funny. It's just, I mean, if you don't, <laughs> you don't know a member of your family, there are some issues there. You know, and he had no idea. It's not saying that his family um, was bad. It was that it was imperfect. And isn't that every family? You know. He, he, did, he did kill his father, the planet, by the way. Yeah, it's a little messed up. That's a good point, Dennis. I didn't even think about that. So I mean, if you're if your family is a planet, and you kill the planet, you're probably not going to be invited to Christmas. So it's good that his friends actually rallied around, and the Christmas song that was misunderstood isn't that just like AA to me? Before coming in, before coming into the program, I thought it was a Christmas song that was completely different, and now I know, and it's that beautiful song at the very end. You know, where it is all coming together. And it is, uh, it's way different than I thought it was. I didn't even put two and two together where it was so messed up at the beginning. And then the last song was like the actual spirit of Christmas. Yeah, so that was good. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. I also love that the friends of Peter helped him out. And that, that reminds me of like the fellowship of, thank you, James. We're getting handed, uh, handed hot dogs right now. Thank you so much, T. Oh. So, um, the, the just the the friendship that I don't. I mean, I think Peter even said it. Like, why would you do this for me? And it's 
it's okay for friends to be family, you know? You don't do a lot of times. I think people are like, "Well, it's not family. Family can, friends can never be family." That's totally not true. You know, some of my friendships I share more even on this podcast with some members of my family, and I might not even know you as you're listening. We might never have actually met, um, but what I share with you is just uh, truth and from my heart. And I think the uh, last thing that I'll leave with because there's. The gift of Kevin Bacon has to be the best gift um, that you could possibly have. I wish that someone gave me Kevin Bacon. Right. You know, and I like that they said the actors are repugnant because that's what, I mean, that's really what we are. I used to think I was the writer, director, everything else. I was just the actor and I was really just lying in my role. And now who I am in acting in life is the most truthful version of myself. So... I'm uh I'm grateful for that. I was just gonna add when you were talking about the music, I caught that, but I couldn't quite connect the dots. And there's that spot where Kevin Bacon says on the ship that he's gonna stay because he needs to clear up some things about Christmas. So that was the bridge, right? Mm. So the steps are like the bridge from the uncovered mind to the recovered mind. Yeah. Dennis, cl- close it out. I I just want to give like props to kevin bacon right for taking this role playing himself but playing it in such a like self-deprecation deprecated kind of way where like he made fun of himself and like embraced it and like he did a great job he was hilarious in it i loved it i also heard a rumor that i just made up that he didn't get paid for this role i it's it's a disney movie he got paid (laughs) Again, he got that, that Marvel. Again, I heard a rumor that I just made up. That, <laughs> that covers it, Dennis. He did. Did you ever see that movie Cop Car with him in it? That was Bruce Willis. No, that was that was Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan. You think of a different one? That was Cop Out. Oh, this is Cop. <laughs> this is Cop Car. It's a it's a great it's a great independent movie that like it was made by these young filmmakers right who were making this like pretty much no budget movie and they got kevin bacon to sign on to it and he liked the script so much that he didn't get paid he came out to ohio over the course of like a week stayed on the director's mom's couch while filming this film and the film is actually like a great film it's worth seeing it's called cop car and it's way better than the movie we just watched right dennis they're different. They're Merry, both great. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Appreciate you very much. Um, wholeheartedly, this year has been better because you guys are in it. Um, so thank you. Thank you so very much. We're going to eat our hot dogs because it's a uh, it, what's better, hot dog holiday show or holiday hot dog? Probably holiday hot dog. Holiday hot alphabetically. Hot it's better alphabetically to go with that. So we're starting a new tradition. Yep, new tradition made. Merry Christmas if you're listening to this in a couple days. Happy Hanukkah. I think by the time this drops, it'll be day number, night number six, I think, of the Chan. The Chan? I can't do think I think they call it the Chan. I'm not meaning to be disrespectful. I I just, I'm I'm not knowledgeable on this. Dennis, we expect that you to encompass all the holidays that James and I don't know. He's eating a plain hot Happy dog. Kwanzaa.
Have you quite? Oh yeah, that's also that's also coming. Well, with the defective characters, we'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope on episode 171. We are the defective characters entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, happy holiday hot dog. <laughs> no, do it like Kevin Bacon, but if Kevin Bacon didn't suck. And we'll see you next time. God bless That's- you. <laughs>